This morning, quickly, I want to bring the word of the Lord. As the Lord has laid them in my heart. And basically, we're going to be continuing from where we left off last Sunday. Hallelujah. We want to appreciate and thank um, the choir this morning for that time of ministration. Amen. Uh, before I go on this morning, I just want to thank God for yesterday's prayer meeting. I am always blessed during all our meetings, all. And this morning again, I've been, I've been blessed by the ministration of the choir. But there's a scripture that Borosunde, um, um, you know, he actually he referenced many scriptures yesterday. But I want to just reference one of them, Colossians chapter 4. Colossians 4. Colossians 4. Lord, thank you this morning because we know, oh God, that our hearts are prepared for the seed of the word. In the name of Jesus. You know, I want to read a few verses there. And as I read those few verses, I want us to, to note that No prophecy of scriptures was given through any man's interpretation. The apostle Peter said, But that holy men of God spake as they were carried along by the Lord, including himself. Praise God. Because one of the things he wrote, he wrote for the church. I'm sure that Apostle Peter will never have taught that 2,000 years after Christ will still have come. So amen this morning. But that's the limit of man. The entire spectrum of God's calendar on earth is known to the Father. And he's working out everything according to his purpose and counsel. But for, for the saints, for the church, he has left us precise and accurate markers and guidelines through scriptures. So we see that holy men of God speak as they were moved by the Lord. And everything they, they spoke about is to guide us into the will of God. Therefore, every time we read scriptures, we are reading the revelation of God. Amen. 
And if it is the revelation of God, then we should not live as though there is another revelation to expect. Amen this morning. If it's, the, if it's God's revelation, that means that's the final. Amen. We're not expecting something else to come. And, and on, on the basis of that revelation, we are supposed to plan our lives that we may, we may please him. You know, I know people will do programs and they'll have 1.0 and there's 2.0, there's 3.0. It means, you know, it's progressive. It's okay. And there can be 1,000.0. You don't, you know, it's almost infinitive. All right. But when it comes to the things of the spirit, it's close here. Amen. There is nothing again that will be given outside what has been revealed already. And that's the reason every time we come to, to church, we share the word in songs, in prophecy, in teaching, in exhortation, in, in tongues and interpretation. There lies the will of God. Let me start this morning from Colossians chapter 4. And then I will come to the teaching this morning. The reason that so caught my attention yesterday in prayer. Let's, let's read from verse 2. You know, if you look at this scripture, verse 2 actually should be where chapter 4 starts from. Actually. But it's okay. Verse 2 says, continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Verse 3, with that or do not stop praying also for us. So the first prayer is for who? Is for who? For us. For ourselves. Because the second one is for him. So it says, continue in prayer for yourselves. Now, if, if, if Paul said this, invariably, who is speaking this to us? God. So, God is saying, continue in prayer for yourself. So, that means, praying for yourself should not end. And if he says, pray for yourselves continually, it means we must always seek to pray for ourselves. It's the will of God. And he says, Without praying also for us that God will open unto us a door of offerance to speak the mystery of Christ. So he asks for prayers also for himself and for his crew that God will open for them a door. Hallelujah. A door of offerings that they may, they may reveal the mystery of Christ. So the door in reference is the opportunity to reveal what? The mystery of Christ. Because at this time in the world, Christ as it were, was hidden. Uh, this was... Between 30, sorry, 20 and 30 years after Christ's resurrection. 
And so there was, there was a requirement for, for the church to pray for them that this mystery might be revealed. Now, here's the question. Do we really think that this mystery has been fully revealed in our generation? Amen? Okay, let me ask again. If Paul was praying at this time, you know, would you suppose that 1,970 years, all right, of continuous revealing of the mystery, by now it should have been fully revealed. But now the question is, to you, from your experience with people, even people in the church, has the mystery of Christ been fully revealed to the world yet? So if Paul said, pray for me, or pray for us also, that we might, we might, we might have an, a door of offerings, that means, that means God gives door, or opens door of offerings, or opportunity to minister to his people. Let me say this again. How many of you know that after this prayer, Everywhere Paul goes to, he's asking God, Lord, is this the utterance? Is this the open door? Am I communicating? Um, uh... Because this is his desire. This is a prayer for the church. Amen. And so he's praying that, that pray for us, that, 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 that God will open unto us a door. A door of offerings. That, 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 that to speak the mystery of Christ. So the purpose of the opening of the door is the speaking of the mystery. So every time a believer encounters people, start asking your heart, Lord, is, 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 is he or is she a door? Am I communicating? Except the spirit of God is not indwelling you. But as far as the church is concerned, he that is the apostle of the church... This was how he lived. This is the person that God, God, God gave us as a human, human example to follow, so to speak. Let's read verse 4. Again. That I may make it. So now the issue is, it's not just speaking the mystery, but that mystery must be what? Must be manifest. Now, to manifest means what? To reveal, to unveil. Ma, are, are you hearing me? Now, 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 this is, this is uh, the prayer of Apostle Paul. He wants to reveal and unveil clearly the, 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 the mystery of God. And he, he should say it as he ought to speak it. Now, verse 5. If you remember the yesterday prayer meeting along this line, because this is the thrust of our prayer in this month. It says, Walk in wisdom toward them that are without. Praise God. How many of you know that there are people outside? Praise God. Please sir, bring me this chair. 
Bring a chair. Put it at the back of this. It's okay. Walk in wisdom towards them that are where? Now, it means those who aren't seeing the light of Christ. Now, can you see this chair very clearly from where you are seated? Church, please follow me, everybody. Partially because of where you are staying, but at least not full, not in full glare. Like you can see me right now. Can you see the chair? Partially. But it says, walk in wisdom. Live wisely towards those who are where? Who are without? Who are not believers? Now the question is, do you know there are people who are, who are, not, who are not in the kingdom yet? Let me explain. It's a walking wisdom towards them. That means these ones are not wise. And you yourself can also walk in... What's the opposite of wisdom? Foolishness. You know, that word is big, so I, 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 I didn't want to say it. So I want everybody to say it themselves. You can walk in foolishness to them who are out. And how do you walk in foolishness... Now, let's link it back to where we're coming from because he has been praying for wisdom to what? To speak, the offerings to reveal what? The mystery. So the wisdom you walk in to those who are outside is the revealing of what? The mystery of Christ. So anytime we are not revealing that mystery of Christ to those outside, we are walking in what? Foolishness. This is, this is not a time to be ashamed of this mystery. This is a time to build and get ready for this ministry. No, during the week, you know, last Sunday we all prayed that God give us an opportunity to preach. How many of us prayed that prayer? Okay, I won't ask you how, how many of you did it. After service, my wife ran to brought me quickly and said, please give me tracks. Me, there was somebody I was targeting. I passed by, I didn't see him for three days. But I went for a meeting, normally it should be a business meeting. And we're talking. After the business talk, I said, now let's leave business. Let's talk life. I said, in this time, we are in the end times. I went with my wife to print something at the Sabbath cafe. I told her to follow me. She didn't want to go. So I said, ah, follow me. If you think, if Pepe rests now. So as she's going, she quickly remembered and took. And then she went, got there. She was sharing the tracks to the young people there. I said, yes. Someone say amen. amen. And then she gave one to one young girl. And, and, and the girl saw it. The track was, does God know you? And she turned to me and said, yes, he knows me. Yes. Oh, yes, he knows me. He knows me. And I, I know him. Uh, I, 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 say, I, say, I say, yes, yes, yes. You, you could see the joy in her heart. Now, she, she, she hasn't read it yet. But at least she understood something and, and, and she kept it. The other one that received it, she's a young guy. He held it and uh, at, least, at least he kept it. Somehow, they will go forth and read. Amen. 
the mystery of Christ being revealed. And when we finish talking, as I finished, I was just talking about prayers and time, what we need to do, the days are evil. I was, it was so business. But the way I was saying it, you knew that this thing is, yes, this is eating this person up. So he told me, okay, sir, please, can you add me to your church group so I can, <laughs> but let's leave that. That one is a story for another day. And from church group addition, he could say, please, can I come? I said, ah, who's still from coming? And I come. And then, sir, please, can I join? <laughs> I said, sir, join. He said, please, can I play keyboard with Timmy? I'm not going to praise God. But the truth is, we must walk in wisdom. You see, Paul didn't see anything on the earth as what anything. Paul wasn't pursuing the things of the earth. There's a mystery, there's a wisdom that is superior than all things on the earth. That, that he's pointing our attention to, especially in this day. And if Christ was close to coming in his time, it's much more now. Amen this morning. Amen. So Paul kept praying that we may walk in wisdom. I don't know who was praying this morning. Was you praying when you said, when we live like this, then, then our lives will start conforming to those that are preaching the gospel. Someone cannot offend you as a pastor preacher and say, I will slap you now on the public and slap. Now, now, as we do that, folks, our lives begins to amend and, and we begin to conform. Now, there's, there's, there's something more important. In this life. Especially for the church. Please help me with this this morning. So we are walking in wisdom. And I want to appeal to our church this morning. That if there be anything. There be anything. That will last forever. Hallelujah. You know, when I was growing up, I used to have, I keep things a lot. I can keep things for 20 years and you'll be okay. Clothes, my clothes, I, 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 I don't, it's just, it's just me, I could keep things a lot. I had one particular burger boy shirt, that we call it in those days. It's big like that. I bought it for, the, for one Christmas, myself, I bought it. Sometimes I'll buy for, the, for my brother's salad. I just saw I bought that one. That one still be for like 12 years. By the 12th year, it was still, was still good. But I look at it and say, ah, no, this 12 years is enough. It's time for it to, to exchange hands. No matter what we keep, no matter how long we keep it, it won't last forever. The only thing that lasts is what we, we saw in the spirit. Sons, amen this morning. The only thing that can, that, can, that can transcend beyond the realm of the natural are the things we saw in the spirit. Particularly the gospel of Christ. How many of you know that Paul had many books? In fact, he told them at one point, he said, bring me the parchment, bring me the books. 
Paul was well, well read. Paul studied under the best of his time, under Gamaliel. It's like, it's like Harvard of our day. Is it Harvard? Why would you say Harvard? You are. But he went and studied under the best of the best. But guess what? By the time he was going, he didn't say, now I am going and my parchment and my, my, my achievements are good. He said, no. He says, now I am going and, and, and the time of my departure has come. And, 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 and as I leave this place, there's a crown of glory. There's a crown of righteousness which the Lord my God has reserved and kept for me and not for me alone, but as many as love is appearing and as many as are walking to serve him, in this time of eternity because it's a matter of time the days will be over amen this morning and so what is the responsibility what should we be minding in this time I'm coming to this morning very quickly you know, there's something Paul said in Philippians. And this is why I'm saying these things. When I read these things, I don't read them like a literature. Church, this is the word of God. You know, this word I said now is, is often said by faith preachers. They are teaching faith to receive something. And it's the way they walk. Glory to God. Said this is my Bible is the word of God. I am all he says I am. It's always I can do all. This is true. What is all this is true? But beyond those things, every other thing said there also about my life is also true. Church, when they ask him, Are you the one, John? Are you the one or we should expect another so that I can know how to prepare? And he says, he says, go and tell him what you see because he knows what to expect when he comes. So every sign he told them is what John, John has been told by God that this Messiah will produce. So, but you know, he didn't tell them anything that he was he, but he has, he has answered his question because John also had an idea of what the scripture has said. Philippians 3. Philippians 3. Philippians 3. Let's read from verse 16 this morning very quickly. And then I will come because I'm going somewhere this morning. Because, because Paul's preoccupation alongside with everything he did was minding the things of Christ. Was eager for the things of God. Was, was, was preoccupied by by, by him fulfilling and living to the maximum the counsel of God for his life. Philippians 3. From verse 16. Nevertheless, whereunto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. That means there's something we should mind the same. So as a mind. To mind means to be... To keep in heart and to and to and, and, and to pay attention and to and to agree that this is what we are we are to be pursuing together. 
This is the collective goal, the, 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 the collective objective and pursuit of the church. If indeed you are in the church. Let's mind the same thing. Verse 17. Now, mark this. Watch this. Brethren, be followers together of me. So, say, be followers together of me. Praise God. Now, he wouldn't say this if there were no other followers who are trying to get men to follow them. You see, my. I was telling my wife a few days ago. I said, everyone who had followed Paul, they are dead. You see, all these things we are doing, it's just a few more years. We all die. In fact, we won't remember anything. Amen? We won't remember what? Including our children. Praise God. You know, sometimes we live as though everything on this earth depends on us. No. You are here to play your role. You are here as, as a member of the body of Christ to fulfill your own purpose in God. Your own. Your very own. But there are many contending things that, that you really don't know. But here it says, Be followers together with me and mark them which work so as you have us for an example for many work of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ verse 19 hear this quickly whose end is what destruction whose God is their word now 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 these ones are actually preaching he says mark them in fact if you read this very well you know that there's a contention between many folks against Paul's teaching in fact, many were trying to draw men to themselves. Paul says, mark this man, for though they preach Christ, their life is not, is not worthy to be patterned after. He says, pattern your own life afterward, after us. He says, why? Because this guy's end is destruction. Their God is their word. So everything they seek about the faith is about their own comfort. Let me repeat. Everything they triumph or they show forth about, about the power of God in, in faith is about pleasure, comfort, enjoyment. Their God is their belly and their glory is their shame. See this, who mind, now you see it says, you see the first minding, let us mind. Now these guys are minding, so there's a battle of what we mind. Are you following me? There's a battle of what are you minding? Are you minding Christ? Is Christ in your consciousness daily? Are you, are you aware that you are carrying him? So say, I'm following. These people, they mind what? So every prayer is about myself. Ourself. Our achievement. They mind earthly things and their God that means, that means, that means they worship what they eat it says it says, it says and, and, and whose glory is in their shame who mind earthly things for our conversations or our conversation or better our citizenship 
Praise God. Because the moment you understand this citizenship, it brings you at loggerheads with the citizenship of the world. Let me repeat. Someone say our. Please judge. Someone say our. Our citizenship is where? In heaven. Where from where what? It says. From where we, we are eagerly waiting. That means any moment. He might appear. As you are about to close that transaction. He might just appear as you are signing. And that was the motivation that made me say to this guy, Hey guy, we have come, we have talked business. It can't end here. There's something much more that I know. And I began to share with him with passion. And I asked him, I hope you are praying. I hope you are studying. I hope you are standing strong. This is what we are doing. These are the days where we just, we assume. And on this, this morning, I'm here again to challenge you. And to encourage you not to give up on your primary responsibility. I want to talk this morning quickly about on the topic of disciples of Christ. You know, I'm, 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 I'm praying that folks in our generation will live again like believers of old. Amen. Someone was speaking about his child's finished mother. I don't know this. I don't know why mothers prayed like that. Most of the people who did exploit hard praying mothers. Someone say amen. But do you know what our mothers are praying for us now? Guess. Guess what our mothers are praying for us now. Mommy, on our please testify. She's laughing. Mommy, mommy, they are mothers. You see, have you heard of Charles Finney before? Charles Finney. No. Have you heard of his brother's, what's brother's name? Charles and Wesley. John, sorry, John Wesley. Charles Wesley. And all of them. Their mothers prayed them into the ministry. He says, Lord, these ones cannot escape your call. And in those days, they also have plenty of children. And the children die anyhow. They can born 20. 12 will die. You know, you, 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 you've already history. 12 will die. And all the mothers, all these folks, all of them, their mothers were praying women. At the time of this, Europe, America was living in abject poverty. Wealth is, 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 is you see, wealth is dangerous. Wealth is what? Okay. Oh, no. Let me rephrase that. The moment men get into comfort is dangerous. And Satan wants men to come to a place of comfort. 
In those days, there was not, nothing for them to do. Family would stay for morning to night looking for what to eat. Nothing. That was when the mothers were praying. Lord, hold for this son of mine. Lord, let this ones, let them serve you. And all they had was really no, no much understanding. Just little they, they read. But they prayed their children to God. But today, our mommies. That is where we are now. And that's where we've come. So now it's hard for you, in, even in church, to think that this is the word of the Lord. For really, this is it. Because after all is said and done, there will be nothing left. This is the real assignment of man. Let me say this morning that there's a general call in the church. So it's a general call. It's a general call. And there are specific calls in the church. When we all got born again and we are born into the body of Christ, God gave every one of us a general call or a general ministry that excludes no one. Everyone partakes in that. This is fundamental for the church. Glory to God. And now, when we got born again, there is there's a mandate for. It's called it's called the general mandate. And outside the general mandate, there are specific mandates in the church. That means there are some that God will call into specific offices or ministry or assignment. But everyone has the word a general mandate in God. I'll explain shortly. You know, someone says that it is not the duty of the shepherd to produce sheep. I heard that before. Well, on a closer thought, well, that means, that means it is not the function of the pastor to evangelize. That's the idea. That sheep produce sheep. Shepherd tends sheep. So the sheep can produce. Technically, yes. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. But it's a a nice sounding word of man that has no basis in scripture. Paul said to Timothy, the chief shepherd of Ephesus, he says, he says, he says, he says, he says, he says, do the work of an by yourself so that they can learn how to. In fact, do you know that the, the shepherd himself is an under-shepherd? Himself is sucking from the master. Is someone here this morning, George? No, it sounds nice. When the pastor wants to harass you that you are not evangelizing. He, has he started his own? If you stay in front now, we'll go follow you. But here's why I'm going to church this morning. There is a general call. Now, how many of you know that in the military, not everyone that enrolled in the military goes to the war front? Not everyone. But when you come to training, everyone is trained to shoot. Medical personnel. Because one day can come, there will be a need for a doctor to shoot. In fact, if he doesn't shoot, he will be shot. Not once, he will shot twice 
Are you following me this morning? So we have that fundamental. So there's a primary assignment for everyone. So this assignment ma, cannot be kept aside. Now, remember, in, in Exodus 31, verses 1 through 6, we see God speaking to Israel, and he said, look, I have called two people, and I've given them a special assignment. But this assignment doesn't exclude them from being part of the Jewish nation. But because of this tax is special, then I have, I have given them this anointing to get this job done. Exodus 31, we have Bezalel and Aholiab. It says they are good in craftsmanship. They are good in stonework. So that with their craft and their expertise, the temple can be what? Can be built. This is a special call. Sometimes in the church, some will have special gifting to sing in the choir. Some to, to teach. Some to pastor. Some to, 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 to stand in the office of the prophet and others. But amongst all these giftings, we have a general call. Someone say general call. Say general call. This is the... The institution of the church that everyone the church must know. And everyone must be found actively getting this done. Do you know that a soldier, every day he walks on the street. Alright? Have you seen those soldiers truck on the street? Have you seen the way they behave even on the truck? How do they behave on the drug? Even when there's no war. How, how do they behave? They're always wanting to shoot somebody. Because in their mind, they are, they, are, they are wasting if they are not shooting. But in the training they've been trained, you don't shoot civilians. So it's that thinking that... Okay. That's why if somebody offends them, they will use the anger of two years of no war and troubles. Uh, if police offend them, they will beat police like, you wonder, what is it? Amen? What did the person do? It's nothing. It's just, hey, is that thing, because they've trained them, their blood is telling them, there's war. War. So in the midst of calmness, they are doing like this. They are shaking. Church, even when there seems to be no opportunity to preach, find one and create one. Praise God. Find one and do what? And create one. Brosheni, don't walk through the week like a normal human being. You are not a normal, you are a carrier of the grace and the glory and the word of Christ. Are you following me? Let me repeat. If you, if you don't do, you are denying what you are carrying. You are depriving people from, from seeing this light. And the more people are deprived, the more darkness fills the land. There's a general call. And there are specific calls. 
In the four instances in the Gospels, where Jesus mentioned our activity after he has gone. Matthew 28 from verse 18. Mark 16 from verse 15. Luke 24 from verse 46. And John 20 from verse 21. The express command, so the express command, he gave to the church is to go and make disciples. So the disciples. Go and make disciples of all nations. That is the assignment of the church. That is what we, we, are, we are pursuing. To make men disciples. Men who can stand. Men who can declare. Men who are soldiers indeed for Christ. Please take down this this um, verses this morning. 2 Corinthians 10 verses 1 through 5. 2 Corinthians 10, 1 through 5. 1 Corinthians 3, 1 through 16. And 2 Corinthians 5, 18 to 21. Now, I will read 2 Corinthians 5, 18 to 21. Now, let's, let's, let's see that scripture on the screen together, everybody. 2 Corinthians 5, 18 to 21. This one, everybody said, this is a word of the Lord written to me. Now you say it like you mean it. Say this is the word of the Lord written to me. Amen. Now let's read together, everybody. And all everyone, let's read together, everybody. And all things are of God, who had reconciled us to Himself by Jesus Christ, and had given to us the ministry of what? To wit, that God was in. Reconciling the world unto, not imputing their unto them, and had committed unto us the word. Next verse, here this calling. Now then, we are, we are, we are. One thing you should know is that ambassadors. Don't represent their nations in their countries. Ambassadors represent their nations outside. Your ambassadorship is not when we gather. Your, your work of ambassador starts when you do what? When you leave the church. When men see you outside, they should be able to see Christ. Do you know that ambassadors don't dress in the, in the regalia of their, of their host nations? Let me repeat that. Do you know that Nigerian ambassador to the UN will always come in Agbada? Or come in... I think I've said it before. Hardly will you find a Nigerian president wear suit to go and meet Biden. Have you seen it before? Kenyans can do it because I think they have a liberal culture. But a typical Nigerian will always wear their, his own, in fact, his own native. That's why when it was 
Now, it means even the way we dress, it must show Christianity. Now, he's getting home. Praise God. Now, I'm not saying now, go and carry Middle East Sunal Bubu and cover your head, head to toe, and be opening to see as you're walking that I'm walking like Jesus Christ. No. But you know the Spirit of God in you will tell you what is right. For we are ambassadors for Christ. If indeed we are being beseeched toward Christ, if indeed we are called of Him, folks, our lives must pattern him. He is calling us ambassadors. That means in redemption, in the call of God, we have been made his own ambassadors. It's a privilege to represent him. It's a privilege to go. Do you know that it's a privilege? You see, when an ambassador goes out, they give him the courtesy of the president. That's why I cannot go to a party and forget myself and start doing tumba, tumba. No, it's no. I will rather sit down like Christ. Yesterday, I went for a party of a pastor. His church organized for him for his 50th birthday. And then we met a man of God. The meeting was to start for 10. That man of God got there before 10, most likely. And that man of God is the spiritual father of the celebrant. And we too came about past 10. So my, my, my intent was to stay. I knew something happened because it won't be his custom. Um, you know, sometimes when people are doing celebrations, your family are coming. They are coming from, from traveling in. So it, it should not be, especially if the mother too is coming. You can't start until the mother just to honor her. So I guess they told the man of God that he's a mother, so at least with that he will. For two hours we were waiting. For two hours. No, no, we were waiting. There was a band. A live band was there playing. So everybody was doing to battle. For two hours, 99% of people that were there were on their phones, on Facebook, Instagram. Ask my wife. In a few days ago, as I was preaching, she made a vow to go with Nokia phone out. She said, ah, this is true. Because sometimes they will feel bad that I, is, you know it's true. It's true of us, man. You know it's true. You know, you know it's true. You'll be feeling that is, is, is Facebook bad? Facebook is bad. I repeat, Facebook is what? Again, Facebook is what? Bad. You must learn when to go in. If you have to, I want to come out. There was a bishop by my side. There was a bishop. In fact, he wore bishop chain. He was on, as soon as he came and sat down, he was on Facebook till, almost till, dancing time. When the feeling dancing again, he came out on Facebook. His wife, his wife filled, no, sorry, his wife was on Instagram. You, you, could, you know, you could see it. Praise God. Am I preaching well? We are say I'm an ambassador. Except if you are not. But now, maybe you didn't know. Now I'm reminding. Now, part of our assignment. You know. 
our assignment is to represent Christ. Everywhere. Praise God. But there's something here that the Bible said. Fundamental of a disciple. The primary work, you know, in the military, everybody is trained to shoot. Our primary shooting material is the gospel. Everybody must know that. You don't, you don't need a pulpit to preach. Nobody in the church is called to... Uh, not to fulfill this. But now, let me break some things down this morning a little bit for us. What is the gospel? Now that's the question. So, what is the gospel? Now, let me show you the words of Jesus as I build on this this morning. Because this is fundamental. Now, now, you, you need not... Every time you go out, let the, the mind of Christ be in you. Be armed. Peter said, sanctify the Lord God in your heart. Huh? That's the word of God. It's like the Holy Spirit telling you. Eh? That means set the Lord apart in your heart as an ambassador. So that if the people in the country ask you, how is Nigeria? You tell them, how many states... How many of you expect that an ambassador should know how many states we have in Nigeria? How many LGAs we have in Nigeria? But for you and I, as Christ's ambassador, we have no secretary. In that same, same hour, when you stand before the council, don't think of what to say. In that same time, the Holy Ghost will do what? Will tell you what to say based on the explanation he has given you. That means there are some basics you must know about the gospel and that cannot change. You see, it happens that in the Bible, Paul seems to suggest to us that there's a, there's a framework for the content of the gospel. Such that everybody can know what it entails. Paul says in Galatians 1, please bless you this morning. Galatians 1, verse 6 and 9. Hear this clearly. Alright? Galatians 1, 6 and 9. Hear this, church. I marvel that you are so removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another. That means these people, they know the real gospel. They know the content. In fact, to the point that in Acts 18, sorry, Acts 19, when Paul got to Ephesus, he met some believers who were, who were believers. But they didn't hear the gospel message well. And he asked them, have you received the Holy Ghost? Because they, 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 for, for it to be complete, the Holy Ghost must come in the equation. They said, we've not heard if there be any Holy Ghost. Ah, then on toward baptism were you baptized? They says John. He says, John is good. There's another one. So somehow the church understood the process. Praise God. And there was no room for compromise. This is what the church foundation was built upon. And that's what our foundation was built upon. The gospel. Now, first Corinthians 15. From verse 1. 
All right. Okay, hold on, hold on. Verse 9 here says, And we said before, so I say now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you, than that which you... So they knew what they received. Now, I should be able to ask you, what gospel did you receive? And you explain to me that a preacher preached of the depravity of man and man's inability to save himself. And he told me there's judgment to come. And God's love came through Christ Jesus. And nobody can come to the Father except by Christ. And by the sacrifice of Christ on the cross, man now have access to God. There's only one reconciliation between God and man is Christ. And, 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 and this is, praise God. Today I can tell you the gospel I received. Though it came through movie, but I can still see it. It's a gospel of hell, of judgment, and the grace of God in salvation. I can remember it. You must be able to remember your own. If you just join the church by miracle or by association, then it's time to recheck. Paul said, for you to be called a child of God, you received something. So that means something must be received that the person must know. We don't bab. Means the gospel message must be understood. That means both the preacher and the receiver must understand it. And it's not controversial. It is written. It is clear. It's defined. It's not ambiguous. It doesn't conform to the age. It's the same. Now, the reason this is dangerous is because the moment you take this posture, everyone in the world is against you. Because this is the only way by which the church is known. When Christ is presented. First Corinthians 15, quickly verse 1. Everybody, let's take this morning. Hear what he said. Are we there? Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you, what? Church, please respond to me. The what? The gospel which I what? I preach unto you, which also you... And where in ye now hold on? That means <laughs> this gospel is receivable, is recallable, is memorable. Praise God. And it's on need the stand. So Paul is saying, You know what I said. That means every believer must know what to say. That is our primary general call. You know, I, I, I grew up in the, in the barracks. There's something they call range. I mean, what, what it means? What range means? Now, range is an exercise that they do to train how to shoot. So when they're doing range in the military, they tell the people in that community, where, where, where I grew up in Ogoja, they will send emissary to the people that don't come to this area of Igoli. There's a bush area that there's range because bullets will be shot. So they will line up all soldiers to refreshing their shooting skills. True story, they'll be shooting. You see this? They will aim. Pass. And there's winner. Soldiers train. So our, our, our primary shooting material is the gospel. So how many times have you trained the gospel. Now, can you show me where the, the gun is being dismantled? 
Have you watched such that soldiers good that the rifle can be dismantled in some minutes? Have you said it before? You think I said? There's a drill to dismantle rifle and assemble it again. That gun in two minutes it become pieces. It become just metals and rods. Ah, you say is this is this what you should kill people? But each by itself can't do any harm. But when each of the parts come together, Amen. If you carry the magazine, see this is a magazine. The magazine is that component that's that that you load bullets into. Carry a magazine and just do sh- sh- will you shoot? No. But there's a potential for it to kill if well utilized with other components. Now I'm going to show you what the components of the gospel is. Are you ready, George? Are we said? No. Told me to John's gospel, the 16th chapter from the seventh verse. John, this morning I'm going somewhere. John 16 from verse 7. Thank you, Lord. Father, just understanding in the name of Jesus. You see, now I can talk with this microphone and it will receive the wave of my voice and send the signal to the mixer and then it will convert it from, from the wave of magnet to what? To sound, energy. Hallelujah. Wow. See the difference in voice. Because the components are there. You are not called to add to the component. Who made these things? I don't know who made it. Which, who, who is the manufacturer? The brand. Okay. Don't worry. Maybe um, ah, wrote to me. Sure. Do you think sure we ask you to add anything to their to, to, to a product to, to enhance it? No. If you buy sure of 2000, you get 2000 naira worth of output. The reason you are hearing this so that if you hear a, a, somebody preach the gospel, you can call them like Paul called Apollos and and uh, sorry, um, um Priscilla and Aquila. Ah, ah, ah. This is not not because you are proud, but because you know the gospel. If one man wear cross as a bishop, he say, Bishop, sir, with respect, please, scripture for this business. Because as a believer, you are supposed to sanctify the Lord God in your heart. And if he's a true believer, he won't be angry with you because he will know the scripture. Except if he's ordained without scripture. Someone says, if God doesn't call him, he will call God. He said, how come that pastors are, have fine wives? Ma, Sadami, I wish you get at this point. Go back to First Corinthians 15, and I will come back here. Because this is our, we cannot shoot outside this and aim. But most times, it is very hard to preach this kind of message. 
because the world is totally against it. The moment they hear Jesus, everything, and then we are not called to pacify men. We are called to present the gospel. It's those whom God has called that responds to it. But this is the gospel message. These are the components. Brethren, moreover, I declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, which also ye have received and where it stand. No, no, verse 2. Now here we can be carefully. By which ye also are what? Are saved. If you keep in memory what I preach unto you, unless you have believed in vain. Verse 3. For I delivered unto you first of all what I what? That means this word was passed down. Praise God. Gospel. Paul says, I delivered to you what I what. So what Christ delivered, what Christ gave the apostles, they told Paul. Paul had by revelation. This is the same thing he preached. So we too can what? Can continue. It's a relay, it's a relay race. We mustn't now take our own turn and cross lane. Once we cross lane, we'll be disqualified even if we confess. Hear what he said. How that what Christ? So the first thing in the message is what the death of Christ, and this is the beginning of the battle. Some say when you say the death of Christ, the death of Christ is the victory. For if Christ had not died and risen, would have yet been and remained in our world. This is what Paul says here. If Christ had not risen. There will be no basis for the forgiveness of sin. So there's no, there's no begging anyone. It's wasted effort. So how that Christ died is a fundamental pillar. So that will be like the, the nucleus of this microphone. So in your preaching, you are going to the death of who? Of Christ. It must be mentioned. And this is where you hear someone who says that is Christ the only way? Well, from this point, you know you have nowhere to turn. You, you can't wriggle out and say, well, maybe not. Maybe, maybe there are many ways to climb a mountain. But at the end of it, we all arrive at the, at the top. Because this is what some preachers will say when they are confronted with the exclusivity of Christ. Next point. He died for our sins. So, when we read John, now you understand why Paul said this. So the reason Jesus died is not to fulfill anything, but to die for sins. He fulfilled the prophecy that the sins of man can be forgiven. Listen to me, folks. Any man whose sins are retained is doomed forever. That's why we must walk wisely with those who are outside. Because they might think there is nothing to life now. But eventually they will know. But may they not know why it's late. In fact, Paul says, He ever, whoso rescues a brother from, from, from death or from sin has saved one from death. That means sometimes there are some Christians that must be rescued. But let's go this morning. This will start changing your perception to what the gospel is. This is key because fundamentally every believer has this arsenal. We, we are equipped to get this done, every one of us. 
But the question is, are we really equipped? Have we been trained? Have we been taught? And that's why the Lord has set some in the church. He has set pastors. He has set teachers. He has set apostles. He has set the prophets and the evangelists. He says for the perfection of the saints. That the saints may do what? The work of the ministry. That's why these ones have a special call. But the work of ministering is general. He died. And that he was what? Church, please follow everybody. He was what? So Christ died. Christ was buried. These are the components of the what? And that he rose the what? According. So let's hold there. So there can be a complete message without the death, the burial, and what? Three components. Some of them the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So these are the components of the gospel. So with this, you can, you can navigate from wherever you are. But make sure you end here. Because this is the basis on which men are saved. When Paul says in Romans 1, 16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. That word ashamed, that is the word scandalous. That means at the time Paul was preaching, it was a scandal to think that a man can die for you. In fact, they call Paul nuts. Paul, you are mad. Agrippa said, you, always, you almost made me a Christian except for this madness. He says, too much knowledge has made you insane. How can you preach that someone died for me? What is truth? Pilate asked him. Everywhere Paul went to preach, some will stone him. Some will receive him. Some will reject him. Some will receive him. For as many as received, not as many as you beg with the, they must receive it. If they receive it, it's for them. Praise God. But how will they receive what you have not presented according to instruction? Many Africans read manuals after the device they bought has spoiled. It's when you have hooked. Folks. The unfortunate thing that Satan has put in the church today. Have you seen most times when we do evangelism? We are sharing drugs. We are sharing bags. We are doing free treatment. I did it before because I thought that was the way to go. We we'll do borehole to show Christ. Sponsor people who are who are sick. I mean, have you know that these people used to give. So, so when church says as our, as as our giving out to the world, we are sponsoring people who are sick. Have you heard it before? And if your church doesn't do it, you say, see, see church, they're not giving back. Give back to who? No, we are meant to give back Christ. We receive him, we give him back. He says, he says, he says freely have you received? Freely give what? Christ! The message. Now, John 16. John 16. Go there. Let's read together, everybody. Nevertheless, Jesus said, 
I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will what? Send him to you. And when he is come, guess this, he will reprove. Hold on. Reprove is a big grammar. What is reprove? Reprove is the word to convict. It means, technically, when we preach the gospel, it is not our message that does the convicting. It's the Holy Ghost. But he uses the vehicle of the message. Period. So, Sometimes we think it's much of our eloquence. That's why we want to add and pad and support and make it culturally relevant. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Let's build up. See, he will convict the world of what? Now, remember, of what? Sin. Jesus, now, if you read what Paul said, he said, he said, he said, he said, from where we read, he said, how that Christ died for, so are you hearing me? The problem we are tackling in the unbeliever is not their lifestyle. It's their separation from God as a result of sin. When that is restored, their lifestyle will change. Let me repeat. We are not going to get the unbeliever saved to change his lifestyle. No, we are going to present the gospel so that the sin problem can be resolved and his fellowship to God restored again. And when that is fully restored, the sin issue, the lifestyle issue will be resolved. So, sin. Do you know that there are some people right now in church that still needs to hear the gospel again. When Paul said in Philippians 3 about these men that are teaching whose end he knew is destruction. What's destruction? Separation from God. And yet, they seem and look saved. You need to start interrogating in meekness. Not now in arrogance. Particularly those who are born, who, who are in church. For those who are not born again, you go in the authority of Christ. But for those who are past, who have been in church for a long while, you with meekness interrogate what you understand by salvation in love. Praise God. Pause here for me. Go to Galatians 6. Let me show you something. If you have a friend or a colleague or someone who is close to you and is a, is, I want to say fellow Christian, but let me use who, who identifies with Christ in coming to church. There is nothing wrong in interrogating. To be sure. Have you seen somebody, maybe you travel to, to Benin. And then suddenly, in your place of work, you have someone speak your, your language. You know, it will attract you first. And the next thing you ask, where are you? Will you take offense? No. 
because he wants to also he knows that there's there's likelihood that there's something so he wants to tell you where he's from oh i'm from so and so so oh i'm from so and so so oh and then and then when when that's that 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 understanding is cleared the friendship becomes more cordial are you following me there are times you have to interrogate somebody who speaks like you who claims you have the same faith oh thank god for your faith can you please share with me how 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 who christ is how 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 we are born again can you just tell me in in, in a nutshell I, I, I can tell you mine. I, I, I just want to know. You know, praise God. If the person is truly born again, he, he won't take offense. He will explain to you. And if the explanation is not sufficient, like we find Aquila and Priscilla. Do you know Paul? The Bible says that they were eloquent. They were, they were very zealous. But they understood only part of the message. And half message is as dangerous as no message. But Paul took them aside and taught them more. Apollos and, and sorry, Priscilla. Is, is it Apollos now? It was Aquila. All right. And then they taught them. If I find someone who is born again somewhere, folks, I'll be glad to quickly because this is my potential brother. But let me be sure that we're from the same place. Because sometimes some people might just learn the language and not be from there. So when you say, where are you from? You say, well, I... So like me right now, I speak Hausa a little. Cool? Small. Not too much. But there are times I've been to the north. Real story. Someone comes, ah, where are you from? I say, I say from so State. He says, ah, how? It's not possible. He says, because your Hausa is fluent and, and, you, and it's pure. You retain the flavor. Is it true? That nobody can really believe that you're not. So actually, I can, I can deceive people. That I'm from, I'm a prince of Kano. And then I will, true or false. Some people might have a form. These are not days where we just praise God. If you really know you're an ambassador, listen, every ambassador is, loves anyone they see from their home country in strange land. They become brothers and sisters. It's only in Nigeria that is also, the ambassador runs from the citizens. Once there's a problem, you won't find him in the house. They say he has traveled for foreign trip. But now here's the gospel message. And this is what makes you a Christian. This is the first sign that you can, you can, you can share this. He said, okay, I was going here. He says, if any man be overtaken in fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one where in the spirit of what? Of meekness. That means we can restore ourselves with what not in arrogance but let's leave this this moment go back to where we are in john john 16 quickly john 16 are we there john 16 and he will convict the world of sin one of righteousness and of what judgment so three things there's sin righteousness and judgment so these three components they are integral in the gospel message. For when sin is taken care of, righteousness is imputed. When sin is retained, judgment is released. 
Praise God. Seeing is the fundamental thing. And so, you are targeting to let all men know that no matter what good man does, there is no righteous, no, not one. It's only the blood, that shed blood of Christ that takes away the sins of the world. When sin is taken care of by the gospel, then righteousness is imputed. You see, righteousness is not earned. Righteousness is given. It is imputed. Please help me say righteousness is not earned. I will close now. But yesterday we were dancing, or they were dancing and singing for two hours. We felt it like 30 minutes, but just that we were watching time. Well, we'll close. Please help me this morning. Say righteousness is not given, it's not earned. All right, it's not earned, it's not worked for, it is imputed. It's imputed, it is given. Now, nobody can walk his way to being right with God. There is nothing anyone can do to earn the righteousness of God. Praise God. So when someone tells you that I'm a good person, no. There is nothing man can do. For all man's righteousness is as what? Fill the rags. And Bible says in, in Ezekiel 18, say for the soul that sins, that soul shall die. And when man dies, man come to judgment and is late to start to repent. Let me say this morning. That the only way to get out of the sin quagmire is repentance. One. And believe in Christ. Two. What did I say? Repentance and believing in Christ. So what will the Holy Spirit do? It will convict the men of sin and it will lead them to genuine repentance. There is no conversion without repentance. If you find somebody who says he's born again, yet is continuing in his old sin, he has not yet found Christ. Please, for us here who are parents, this should help us start praying for our children very well. One sin, that's why when you go to preach, you, you don't compromise. It's like a surgeon who is going for surgery and he said that scalpel is not useful. That, um, um, that the scissors is not, that they should give him shovel. That he will use shovel, that shovel used to be used in those days. Or, or should give him plier or, 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 or pen knife. That is not worried, that is an expert. No. You know what's been in me, ma? We don't know, as a church, the enormity of the responsibility God has given us for the world through the gospel. Of sin, of righteousness, 
and judgment. So he will convict them of sin. Why? Because sin separates from God. He will show them through your preaching the dangers of sin. Not too much talk that sin has caused separation between man and God. But God wants to restore that. He wants to bring back peace and life. It is, it is, it is a byproduct of sin that then comes from uncertainty, fear, unbelief. But when sin is taken care of by the cross, the joy, the peace, that righteousness that man needs and requires is imparted. To Corinthians 5 verse 21. To wit, that God in Christ Jesus was reconciling the world unto himself. All right, and he comes to verse 21 and he said, and he said, he has, he, 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 he has made him who knew no sin to become sin for us that we might become. Praise God, amen. So, so it is, it is the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross that made us that can make anyone accepted to God. So, the fear of death, the fear of afterlife, the the the, the pressure of sin in the world that came through sin can only be solved when there's a reconciliation between man and God, and that can only come by Christ Jesus. Paul said Timothy, first Timothy 2, verse 5. He said, For there's only one mediator and one that can stand between God and man upon the earth, and that man is Christ Jesus. And when sin is cleansed by repentance and by the acknowledging of Christ Jesus, God automatically and instantly by his own faith imputes righteousness in the unbeliever so god is waiting for you and i to start the first leg he completes the second leg remember in ephesians 2 verse 8 9 and 10 it says for by grace are ye saved through what it is not of yourself, is what? So, the, the, as the Holy Ghost is convicting of sin, and the, and the person receives the message, God gives what? He gives the faith for that person to believe in Jesus, and then by so, God's own righteousness is what? Is now imputed. Now, you see how Paul now says, for we are co-laborers with who? with God. So in the preaching, that's when you are actually walking together with God. Amen. Amen. How many of you will be glad to walk together with no I, I don't mention unbelievers. I don't know what to mention. But how many of you will be glad to walk together with Apostle Paul? At least we can. I will work, I'll, I'll be glad to work with everything. I'll be glad. Even if, even if it's Apostle Walala, I'll be glad. Such, I'll be glad. Amen. The man that will pray for food for three hours. I, I like that command. We are praying for food to bless food three hours. The only moment that anyone becomes a co-laborer with God is only when you preach. 
I feel like preaching again today. How many of you want to call up with God in this week? No, no, no. If, if you're not ready, don't. But me, I'm ready. I'm asking God. The thing is that what makes people rich is not riches. It's the readiness to labor and sacrifice. That's why when some people are walking and walking time out, some are lying down, lying down, doing nothing. Praise God. He says, so say, your poverty shall come to you like an armed man. That's the joke. I read it, I need to be afraid. A poverty that's already poor is very poor. But when it comes like an armed, an armed robber poverty, that's poverty is armed robber. I don't know how. That means it, it will rob you of the poverty and add more poverty. I don't know how it means. When armed robber is poverty. So he comes to take, I don't know what it means. A little sleep, a little folding of the eyes to sleep, so shall your come to like an armed. So I'm set to preach again. In this week, me, I'm going. You know, I'm setting it. So you know, I'm doing it. Praise God. Roshani, as you are, nobody will kill you now. There's, there, there are flyers in church, there are flyers, there are tracks. If you can't start talking, start giving flyers there at least. Amen. Victor, show me your online. You do online. Online Christ and Christ. Bah, bah, bah. Just keep pushing Christ. He say, why Christ? He say, it's the only way. Amen. You know, so when you do Christ, 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 you say, ah, you rejoice. You, you, you type Christ on your, I don't know what they call it, and then you rejoice. Woo! People say, ah, Victor, what is it? Amen. Amen. Praise God. There are tracks in church. Much more than tracks. Your life, personally. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I'll close this morning. So the first thing that a disciple should do is that he go to preach the gospel. So, mommy, hope you have people in that place. Preach to them. Let them know you're a Christian. Not to let them know, but because they need this life. This is why you are saved. This is all you go to heaven with. This is the greatest blessings we can have when we, when we, when we identify with him, with the gospel message. So we come to preaching the gospel. It's about the death, the burial, and what? Of Christ Jesus. That is hinged on the Holy Ghost convicting the world of sin, of judgment, and righteousness. Let the world know that there's a judgment coming. Just like no judge on the earth will allow a man who has sinned to go unpunished, so also the judge of the earth will he not do good, Abraham told the judge of the Lord. And God being a just God, waited on the intercession of the, of the city of Sodom and Gomorrah, just like Christ has interceded, not just by praying, but by laying down his life, so that the person you are talking to can, can feel the impact by the Holy Ghost of what you are saying. And always know that the moment you begin to preach, the host of heaven are backing you up. This I know. I'll close now. So one thing I've discovered. There is no one that serves God in this life that God abandons. In fact, God sticks to the person. 
there's a level of grace you will carry when you are when you are an ambassador for christ there's a level of of authority you will command in the spirit when you become an ambassador for christ today i charge you we should walk circumspectly towards those who are without you know i close with this story which i was sharing with us last sunday about that young man who was in the occult and that young lady came to preach to him the lady didn't know what she was doing she didn't know what was happening in the spirit the person i was sharing with not the gospel but i was charging him as a christian as i was charging him he felt ah, this person this way what is eating this person up is true but it's not eating me up the way he's eating him up that means there's something lacking say sir can you add me yeah that's a victory when he wanted to attack the girl in the spirit guess what he did he summoned 600 witches in the spirit and they came on an instant the girl didn't see them but he saw them and the promise that jesus gave let's read this morning matthew 28 verse 18 to 20 and now close amen, amen. you see in preaching the gospel you don't need too many words now that you know eh, that it is the holy ghost that does what that convicts okay before you come here eh, some people quitted med school or refused to do medicine because they were afraid of blood is that some say yeah, they're afraid of blood or they're scared of 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 cadaver if there be something that gets believers so afraid is preaching especially people who are who are born again who have been taught it's okay am i communicating the moment it comes to even to somebody that you are giving food to some you start pounding you start, as you are thinking to preach, one thousand one things start going through your heart at that instant. How will you receive it? If, if, if he says no, if he abuses you, go. Must you say it? Eh? You can pray more. Are you sure you are ready? Are you sure? Troubles. And then while you are thinking on those things, thinking on them, thinking on them, time goes. And then suddenly the person sees Gala. One down, Gala. To, and, and then and he buys you one and then you say okay, and... first corinthians 3 let me give you three scriptures i'm trying to embolden you Suki, this week please you must take tracts and go and share tracts use that fineness to share tracts ah. use the beauty for christ it was the beauty that got to the head of lucifer but god put it in him for his own glory. Amen. I'm just using that. You, either you are final. You don't final. You are an ambassador. Or anything. 
is earning as ambassador. He flies private. When Ami sees him, so English does not matter. In the gospel, it is not your eloquence. It is the message. It's only when you preach that you become one in union with God. That promise that, lo, I am with you till always, was given as a backup to our going. Amen? I said I was sure some scriptures. I'm not forgetting. I said first Corinthians. I don't know what I was sure. There are plenty. Okay. Four one three. Please give me verse 9 and 10. Help me this morning. And then I'll move and start closing. 9 and 10. Hear what it says. You see, the moment you shed that trot, we are laborers together. Huh? I feel like going, going home now and, and, and find employment. Uh, it's like I, I, I just secured an appointment to do something for God this week. Someone hearing me. This is what the church primary assignment. Everybody must be trained to know how to shoot. It is not wearing reflective material around town that preach Christ. You know what I'm saying? You know, I've seen churches now, they, they will wear material to show, they will, they will write, Christ, Christ loves you, and in that neighborhood, those ones are the terrorists in, 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 in the environment. Confirm. But you see men wearing vests, some pink, some blue, some black. It's not wearing pink. It's about carrying the message. As you sit down, they are making your nails. Start thinking, how do I sort these ones out, Lord? Is it by word or by tract? As I'm making your head, they're talking nonsense. They're talking nonsense. They're talking nonsense. As you remove tracks and give them tracks, they talk with what? You know, we change. Suddenly someone will say, ah, Sister Joe, I pray for me. From there you start. Oh, okay. My wife and I went to the bank to withdraw some money. It's some. So you don't come and say, Sir, anything remaining. So while we were there, I said, I'll come with you. So I came and I sat at the back. And then she was by the counter. And she was just praying in tongues. And the, and the cashier heard her, saw her lips moving. And he, he, he knew that she was praying. And she wasn't looking at him, just praying in tongues. Praying in tongues. And suddenly, he said to her, please, man, what did he say to you? He said, please, man, can you please pray for me? At that time, I think it was up. I, I'm not sure you can even pray, but at least you can pray. So, so she has kept some tracks for that same guy in that same bank. Where, when are we going there? I don't know. We are going, but we, we have an adeo in the heaven with him. You know, I'm sharing this with you. So, you know that it's being done. Amen? Any soldier that sees a gun and starts crying. <laughs> She can't be a farmer. Anybody in church who has played keyboard and has sang, uh, you, you have played all these, tw- tw- no, not tw- those things you are playing, and you can't preach, and through those things you are played into bush, throw it into where? It is your preaching that solidifies what you are playing. You hear me? It's your life. If you are lying at home, you are just wasting your time here, you are deceiving your us and deceiving yourself. You're not deceiving me.
I'm, I'm ministering the word. I'm a minister. Sorry, something like this. What is it? But those things is nonsense. If your life is not mirroring Christ, I said, I won't close. He says, We are laborers. So the only time. That's why I look forward to preaching the gospel because that's where I know the host of heaven, they are with me. They are with us in church because it says, Where you are, God, I'm there. He said, I'm with you where you go out. So he has told us specifically where he will be with you in manifestation. Some place it will be with you latent when there's no work to be done. But when he is to manifest, there are things to be done to manifest for. One more scripture. Matthew 28 from verse 18 and then I will, I will, I will really, really close now. There is tracks in this church. And I want to challenge everyone. Such that if Satan tells you and threatens you and no, I'm a servant of Christ. Paul says, let every man so account of us as, as minister of the gospel and as stewards of the mysteries of Christ. But it's required in stewards that the man is found faithful. First Corinthians 4 verse 1 and 2. And Jesus came and spake unto them saying, something saying, like I'm saying this morning. All power. So say all power. Say it again. Say all power. All power is given unto me in heaven. And on earth. That means there's nothing to fear. If you know Philip... Philip was not anybody to be reckoned with. In fact, he was, he, was, he was a messenger in the church. But he went out to Samaria and preached to the whole town. He preached one by one. He was just preaching. He was preaching. He was practicing. And when he was done in Samaria, the Holy Ghost told him, guess what? He said, he said to him, go now to where? Go to the place towards Gaza. For there I've prepared for you Someone to preach to. And when he got there, he met the eunuch on his chariot. You know, in the days where chariots were used, in these days, anyone that can command a chariot is a big man. Not many men had chariots except those who are royalties. But guess what? God has prepared the heart of this man. And God had told Philip about him. And as he was going, he was reading Isaiah. He was reading. There are many people today that you think don't need the Lord that are at the verge of conversion. Because the Holy Ghost is the one that convicts the world. They will have heard this word over and over. And you must also be among those that will add an ice into the cake or add a block to it. And then, and then, and then he, said, he, said, he said, do you understand what you are reading? He said, how will I accept someone push me through? But thank God he knew what to say. Imagine Philip didn't know what to say. So it is what Paul knew that Philip knew. So the gospel that he preached to him was the gospel of Jesus, of the apostles and Paul. And it talks about sin, righteousness and what? And judgment. Because he, he took that very scripture 
and preached Christ. So sometimes the scenario might differ. But you can take the turn from where you are and take it to Christ. I will trust God that in the next class, we'll see if God will help us to press a little more further with practical insight. Now, in next service, anyone that has an encounter in sharing the gospel, you have some minutes to share with us what your experiences were so we can learn from you as we press on. Is that okay, George? I won't put anybody. It's, it's you if you're ready to go. But for me, I'm going. Praise God. All power in heaven and on earth. Now, yours can be online. Yours can be. You see, there may be somebody on your street you've been seeing for a long while that calls you sir, bros, sir, bros, sir, bros. True of us. That one that calls you sir or bros, go and meet him. At least if he sees you, he won't run first. He can run after, but first, before he runs, speak it. Verse 19. Hear what he said. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Next line. It says, it says, it says teaching them to observe, to do all that I've commanded you. And lo, someone say lo, I am with you. I'm with you always. As you go forth to fulfill this command. Till the end of the world. So the first thing I've said this morning is to challenge you. I know these are territories that believers don't want to hear because it pushes us out. Amen. Yeah, it's 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 like hey, again, Pastor is hey last week he, so, he spoke it. I failed this week again. Will I still fail? No, don't fail. Be encouraged. He's with you. He's with you. Make the heart of Christ joyous. Be equipped with the message. Somehow, soldiers are taken to the range to train for the day of battle. But I announce to you, the battle today is always. There are a lot of souls in the dark that we need to shine our torch to. Let's rise up and pray. Let's rise up and move. He says, go forth. Go ye. Then go ye. Go with your life. Go with your might. Go with confidence. Go with faith. As you speak, the Holy Ghost is walking with you. As you are speaking, the Father is ready to walk. Because he gives faith and he gives grace. As the Holy Ghost is convicting, you are co-laboring at that safe instance. That's why at that point, if you are led to lay hands and to pray, great things happen. Because the entire power of heaven is at work because of the gospel. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord, this morning for your word. Lord, you have charged us again this morning for this purpose. You have called our attention to this Again, for your name's sake, we pray, O righteous Father, that as we step out in faith, yea, you will go with us, even according to your word. As we open our mouths to speak, Father, you will feel it 
you feel it. Lord, you back the words with signs following. When Philip preached, you took him a sign. When Paul preached, through his hands, mighty miracles were wrought as a sign. And you said to us that we shall receive power. We shall receive power. Thank you for the promise of the power you have as we go out and witness. We receive boldness. We receive boldness. We receive boldness to train nations, to disciple nations for you in this season. Thank you, Father. We pray that you strengthen us with might in our spirit. By your own spirit in our inner man. We thank you, O oh God. For men are energized in this place. Women are emboldened in this place. People go on their knees and receive dead back to life by faith. People go on their knees and receive the captives to freedom in the name of Jesus. Lord, grant us understanding in this place that these things will not be mysteries to us, but revelation in our spirits. Thank you, O God, for teaching us the gospel, for showing us in precept what the message is and the components thereof. Thank you, O God, for you died for our sins and you rose for our justification. For this is our redemption established. Thank you, God, because we go forth in this week and proclaim. You will be glorified. Lord, glorify Jesus in this church and through us. Thank you, O God, for pray with thanksgiving. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.